and welcome to Chapel Chats. I am your host and chaplain, Hannah Adams Ingram. And for many of you listening, today is the first day of the fall semester. Congratulations, we made it. Here we are. We are on campus, albeit in a bit different fashion than most years. This podcast is meant to be a creative response to our current reality. We want to keep conversations going about who we are and what we believe about the world around us, but we want to do it in a safe way that prioritizes your opportunity to be in face-to-face class whenever possible. That means we find ways to adjust for our other campus involvements. So Chapel Chats is here to offer food for thought, encouragement, and dialogue to continue to provide a space for engaging the world at that deeper level. We hope you tune in weekly and then use these episodes as sparks for more conversation with friends or in class. Today, since it's day one, we're going to keep this short. We're going to hear from Dean of Students, Dr. Andrew Jones, about his role on campus and how the Fortify Franklin plan depends on our community ethic of care for one another to succeed. After that, I'll offer you a short blessing for the week. So without further ado, let's jump into my conversation with Dean Jones. Board is connecting, and I think it says we're recording now. So um, I didn't even think about the prep talk of like, hello, we've got... This is Chapel Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Which I get to enter that in, but I should probably say who this is and all of that. Um so I am happy to be here today with Dean Jones. Um, Dean Jones, would you like to tell us about your role here? Sure. I'm happy to be here too. Thanks, Hannah. So my role is the Vice President of Student Development and the Dean of Students. And what that means um, literally is that I work with and oversee um, areas on campus like um, Residence Life and the Center for Student Involvement, diversity and inclusion, student success, the chaplain's office in religious life, um, and health and counseling. So I am invested in the holistic development of students and the care and um, development of those students um, in the co-curricular ways that they engage with the institution. So what does it look like to be you? Why do you do this? That's a good question too. So I do this, um, or I started to do this because of the profound impact I found my own education to have had on my um, development and my trajectory as a person and as a professional. Um, And um, always felt really connected to education as as a profession and as a vocation, um, and actually started out thinking that I was going to be a music teacher until I did student teaching and realized that I was not going to be a music teacher um, and, and started working in the admission office at my alma mater and really loved continuing to be on a, on a campus in that environment and working and educating in a different way, um, in a different role, um, and have really sort of 
Um, serendipitously found ways to remain engaged in higher education throughout my 20-year career. Um, I am connected to this work because um, I think it's easy to see um, the impact that um, higher education can have on the lives of the students that are privileged enough to um, participate in that endeavor. Um, and it's really fun and exciting to be a part of that environment and to get to be a participant and an observer um, in, in the development of lives and to see um, sometimes very literally the changes that take place, um, the, the potential impact that students can make um, uh, once, they, um, once they leave the institution. It's just really exciting and fun to be a part of. I love that. That is a great answer and is always a joy to see students grow um, and even to see their trajectory through life. And you mentioned being thinking about being a music teacher. So I have to ask if you play any instruments or what music you're into. I do. I play the piano, not nearly as well or as frequently as I once did, but um, that was one of my first loves. Um, I thought for a while that would be um, what I did for my work. Um, it was it was the first time I had an indication that I did something well um, that I loved, um, and um, and so it was a huge part of my life for a long, long time, and is still a big part of my life, just in a much less <laughs> frequent way. My wife is a singer, and I love to play for her. Um, and my kids are now becoming interested in music as well. So um, that's it's an exciting thing to watch develop in them too. That's really fun. Uh, today, as you know, it's the first day of classes. Um, and so let's jump into talking about the elephant in the room or the elephant at a six foot distance outside in a masked elephant. <laughs> it's so, an interesting mask to, yes, to put on an elephant. Do you put the mask on the mouth or on the trunk on the elephant? That's a good question. I'm not sure. But so... We're back. We're back on campus. We are welcoming new students. We are so excited to have them here. But coming back has meant a lot of careful planning and creative problem solving this summer. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what the experience has been like? It has been a demonstration of the liberal arts in action. <laughs> this is creative problem solving um, in a way that I have not done probably in my um, in my time working working at institutions of higher education. It has meant a lot of careful planning. Um, this is a topic of conversation that we have had uh, all across the campus, uh, literally for months. Um, and I, I am confident that we have uh, anticipated a lot of scenarios. Um, I'm confident that we have put a lot of care and attention into the plans that we've developed. Um, and I'm confident that it probably won't be perfect. Um, but um, I know that as a community, we are invested in one another uh, and we're invested in each other's success and health and well-being. Um, and so I am convinced that our students um, will help us do what other institutions have not um, demonstrated a lot of success in doing, um, which, is, which is remain on campus because that's that's where we want to be. Um, that's what we want to be doing. Um, and I think everyone's invested in that. Um, and, and we'll do what needs to be done so that we can stay here. Uh, I know it's also going to be um, a time of heightened um, uncertainty. 
um, maybe some additional anxiety. Um, and I think all of that is normal. Um, it's, it's okay to acknowledge those feelings, to um, kind of um, live into some of that discomfort, I think. Um, this doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to feel normal, um, but we'll kind of get each other through it um, and support one another through it um, and figure out how to make, um, well, I'm trying to avoid the word new normal um, because I know that, that, that people <laughs> are overhearing, a, oh, oh, overhearing that phrase, but try to make what is our current normal, I guess, mm -hmm. um, feel, um, feel special and important and, um, and doable um, and, and be something that, um, that we're not just living with, but that we're um, still managing to thrive in despite um, unique and, and sometimes difficult circumstances. So I hear you saying that it will take, or you see an investment in each other is what it's gonna take um, to stay on campus. What do you think that looks like in action? How can we care for one another for the common goal of um, not just staying on campus, but staying as healthy as we can and as successful as we can? Yeah, I think that's, that's right. An investment in um, the care for and concern about others is the only motivation that will get us through this because um, it's what it requires is wearing masks. It requires um, keeping six feet of physical distance most of the time. It requires some things that are um, admittedly uh, inconvenient, but, but really that's, that's all it is. It's an inconvenience. It's not, um, for, for, for almost all people, it's not detrimental to your health. It's not asking you to compromise um, your morals or your integrity in any way. It's really just some inconveniences that will allow us to keep ourselves and our neighbors and our community members safe. Um, so we have put in place safety measures and protocol that we think will do that. Um, and they really are basic things like mask wearing, washing your hands frequently, trying to avoid touching your face, um, things that are not second nature to us and are not always easy. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm sad to admit, I'm a big face toucher apparently. Zoom has taught me that if nothing <laughs> else. I catch myself um, you know, scratching my face or rubbing my chin or doing all kinds of things that I'm not supposed to do. And it, it does require additional attention and energy. Um, but if we can put up with those minor inconveniences for a somewhat limited period of time, I hope, and science seems to indicate this will be um, a somewhat limited period of time, although I'm not willing to say what that period will be, um, we will come out on the other side of this and we will be healthy and we will be able to resume some of the things that we are looking forward to and haven't been able to realize for the last last couple of months. So really that is the ask. Um, put up with, tolerate, bear through um, these minor inconveniences so that we can keep each other safe um, and get to the other side of it. So we are wearing masks. We're staying six feet apart when we can. We're hanging out outside when we can. Um, and just and washing our hands yep. <laughs> and all of the other reminders that we have posted yep. in places and um, as we've made a pledge for the community to do. That's right. Uh, and we will take care of each other. That's right. Do you have any final words of advice for everyone starting today and this week? I think I would add to um, what I hope hasn't been too somber a message that this is, it's still, 
a time to be excited. There is a very limited time in your life where you get the kinds of experiences that you will have on a college campus and at Franklin College. And I don't know um, a grown up in my life um, who doesn't think fondly of the the time that they had at their alma mater if they were fortunate enough to, to attend an institution of higher education. So I would encourage you to still embrace opportunity um, to be excited about all of the experiences that you'll have this semester, even if they look different. It doesn't mean that we can't try new things, that we can't meet new people, that we can't um, diversify our experiences and perspectives um, while we are still being very mindful of the context we're doing that in and, and taking care of each other in the important ways that we've talked about. So this doesn't have to be a somber semester. This doesn't have to be a joyless semester or um, a, uh, uh, an uneventful semester. It just has to be a cautious semester um, and can still include um, excitement and joy and passion and um, all of the things that we know and love about, um, about Franklin College. That is great. Thank you, Dean Jones, for talking to us today. Uh, I look forward to waving and talking to you across Day Mall, as I hope Absolutely. everyone else does, um, because we are very thankful for the work that you and others have done to get us to this place that we are on campus now. So thank you for all that you have done. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Dear friends, let me now close us in a blessing for the first week. As we embark upon this new semester, the first semester at FC for many of us. May we be patient with ourselves and with each other, knowing that it is okay to take time to learn new things. May we be brave in the face of the unknown, knowing that we have what we need to meet the challenges ahead. May we look after one another with care and concern, knowing that our safety depends on all of us honoring one another. Go now in the spirit of the many grizzlies who have forged paths of creativity, courage, and compassion before us. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Chapel Chats. We hope that you continue to subscribe on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. We hope you share this with others, with friends, with classmates, with people you meet, so that we can continue these conversations across campus. Have a great week, folks. Wear your masks. Hang out with each other outside. Let us care for one another through these simple acts. And please reach out to me as the chaplain if there's anything I can do to support you this week. Bye.